We are so blessed to be here at our final day of the parish retreat. School children and parishioners and beyond. My name's Father Gary Sellen, and I'm from Denver, Colorado, and I'll be leaving this afternoon. I was very happy to spend a few days with you. During this uh, retreat focused on mercy, we have just heard Jesus say in the gospel, Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. And Pope Francis says that Jesus Christ is the face of the mercy of the Father. What does the word mercy mean? Misericordia in Latin. You can somewhat translate it as a sorrowful heart. That is, we are compassionate. When we see someone suffering, we want to reach out and help them. We want to remove the suffering, whether it be of the soul or of the body. And so in this year of mercy, we've contemplated we receiving God's mercy and forgiveness in baptism, in the sacrament of penance, in confession, and through our prayer. But also, having been healed, then we become instruments of God's mercy. So Pope Francis uses an image of a field hospital. If you think about in a war, there are soldiers that are injured, and you set up a tent with an operating table with doctors and nurses. So on one level, we come to the church to be healed, principally through the sacraments. We are patients. But also, we become doctors, physicians, because it's not just enough that we become here to become healed, strengthened in holiness, but we then go out and become healers for other ones through good works of love. Those are called the seven corporal works of mercy and the seven spiritual works of mercy. And you've studied those, you will be studying those in the catechism. So we both become here to be healed through the love of Jesus Christ, principally through the Eucharist today, and also to be Jesus for others. In this homily, I wish to give to you three images by which you can be instruments of mercy. If you look at the sun, and I don't recommend it, but if you look straight at the sun, your eyes are going to get all blinded. You're going to see nothing but white. So I have three images of white, three things if you, you look at, you see some sort of white. If you could, see an angel. If your guardian angel appeared to you right now, you'd have to put on spiritual sunglasses. They're so brilliant, so white. The angels, as we heard today in the responsorial psalm, their message goes out through all the earth. As we grow deeper in prayer, as we exercise more works of mercy, we start to sense the presence of God. And the good angels help us. There's a story of Mother Teresa in Calcutta, Blessed Mother Teresa, who will be canonized as saint in September. They were having trouble finishing all their work. Now, you can think now about homework or other works you may have to do. So many, there's only so many hours in the day. So they got together with Mother Teresa, the other nuns, and they said, we have to do something. We can't finish all of our work, and we can't afford to hire anyone. What are we to do? So they went around the table and said, perhaps we can cut this work, or we can do this or do that. Everything very practical. 
And when it came to Mother Teresa, she paused and she said, the solution is we're going to add extra time for prayer at night. None of, no one was thinking about that. They probably thought, that's crazy. You know, we're running out of time and you want us to pray more? Well, guess what? She said, try it. After a few weeks, they could not understand, but they're getting all the work done with the same amount of people. Because when you grow in holiness and prayer, the angels start to help us. The angels come in, and they start to connect the dots, help us remember things. We become more organized. So even though when we pray, it's principally to come to know God and to become like him, it's also very practical. So the angels help us. They minister to us. That's the first type of white, the white angel. We're looking at the angels and their holiness. The second white is the Blessed Virgin Mary, the pure Virgin Mary, the Immaculate Conception, we have a prayer that we pray at the end of the rosary, which is the prayer, very excellent, of mercy. It's called the Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. So we want to pray that prayer during this year and ask Mary, Mother of Mercy, in our sighs, mourning, and weepings in this valley of tears, a lot of disappointments at times, but Jesus comes in through his mother that we may turn our eyes to our most gracious advocate. And Mary, turn your eyes of mercy to us in this our exile and show unto us the blessed fruit of your womb, Jesus, O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. So Mary, the merciful mother, the second one who appears to us as the pure radiance of God's holiness of his whiteness. And finally, the third thing we think about when we think of the color white is the Holy Eucharist. We just adore Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, who is hidden behind what looks like bread, but it's not bread. It's the body and blood and soul and divinity of Jesus Christ. Again, in the Gospel, Jesus said, Whoever sees me has seen the Father. So when we look in faith upon Jesus in the Eucharist, we're looking upon, through Jesus in faith, the Father of mercies. We want to recognize him in the Eucharist, and then when we leave church, we can better recognize him in each other. Again, a story from Mother Teresa. Of course, she founded the group of missionaries at charity to serve the poorest of the poor, those who are living in the streets, those who are dying in the streets. And Mother Teresa would say to her sisters, the more we can recognize Jesus hidden in the Eucharist, when we leave the church, the more easily we can recognize him hidden in each other, particularly in the poorest of the poor. So we ask, we ask the Holy Spirit to give us that recognition because our Lord Jesus is the master of a thousand disguises. He comes to us in so many different ways, in our brothers and sisters, in our parents, our friends, our classmates, the people we see on the street, the Lord's always present, and we have to recognize him to minister to him in mercy. So we ask the angels, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and Jesus Christ in the Blessed Sacrament to help us to be merciful, to relieve the sorrows of others, even when it hurts. As Mother Teresa said, we must smile we must be joyful even when it hurts. 
And the more we come to know Jesus in the Eucharist, the more we treat him with love and tenderness, the more he will come to us. I wish to finish with a story. You may have heard it before. But it happened, I think, in New Jersey. There's a little boy called Jimmy who used to walk to school. And on the way to school, he would drop into the Catholic Church and to go visit Jesus in the tabernacle. And he used to come into the back of the church and kneel in the back, and he had a simple prayer. He said, Jesus, it's Jimmy. Jesus, it's Jimmy. Then you'd get up and go on to class. He didn't want to be late. He did that for many weeks and many months. Then a few years later, he got very ill, and so Jesus was calling him home to be with him in heaven. And so he was dying, and he wanted, his biggest wish was before he died, if he could receive Holy Communion. And so the priest brought Jesus in the Eucharist into the room. Now, there are witnesses to this. There were many people in the room, and they heard the same thing. You remember when he went to church and said, Jesus, it's Jimmy. As the priest took the Eucharist out of the container, he held it up, before Jimmy, and everybody heard a voice coming from the Eucharist. It was the voice of Jesus. And you know what he said? He said, Jimmy, it's Jesus.